For those of you who are joining us online, we are celebrating Palm Sunday, and uh, we uh, are happy that you are a part of our time together. We have been in this series of talks. We study together as we walk through this um, uh, temptation, uh, the resistance, uh, the stand that Jesus have, as I call it. This is uh, Jesus' seminary training for his ministry. He was trained by the devil as his professor for his work. And it is a foundation that um, it cannot be denied that he have to claim who he is, he have to know who he is, and that is for all of us. It's a reminder. Whenever we are in doubt of who we are, uh, the whole world, the organization, uh, our um, friends or the people in the playground, uh, the people in our neighborhood, uh, whenever we are in doubt of who we are and where we come from, everyone else will define who we are. And so Jesus gave us, a, uh, gave us a model, gave us a reminder that this is how we are to overcome. And it is the only way that we can overcome, is claim who we are. And it is true in all of our journey <clears throat> of our life together that uh, when we lost sight of our identity, uh, a lot of bad things happen. And those bad things sometimes uh, we can look back and wonder, how did we forget about that? And today, <clears throat> Luke chapter 4, verse 14, are these words. There. <clears throat> mm, yeah. you, like, you like how technology works? That's how it sounds. There. Mm, yeah. Let us read together. Ready? Read. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. One more time, I want for you to envision the idea of returning. The idea of returning and what happened in response to returning. Let us read it together. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread throughout the whole countryside. This is the word of the Lord. So God, we thank you for the opportunity for us. Just to be reminded that you return. You said so. You go to prepare a place and then you come back. And that is a promise. Because you say so, you will do it. And now it is up to us to be ready. Will we be willing to accept that invitation? That you come back to take us, to go with us. And now you're giving us an opportunity to prepare to go. And so as we reflect God, I ask for help. Remove anything that might stand on our way of hearing your word, feeling your healing touch. Help us. Use me. 
for this work. I want to be faithful, bear much fruit in our minds, in our heart. And for all of those who are joining us online, God bless them, keep them safe, wherever they may be. May their hearing be touched by, the, by your work. God, we pray for this community and all that is happening all around here in this parish and parishes all around and beyond in this country and in our tiny little world. God, in the next few days, we will hear, we will be reminded, we will watch, open our minds and our heart to hear it with fresh new hearing, to watch it with fresh new eyes, to be curious at all time, to wonder, and to let our minds and our heart be touched by this incredible sacrifice on our behalf just because that's who you are. God, here in this very space are your sons and daughters. They come to hear from you. So speak. Do what you love to do. Transform our lives. It is in your mighty name, Jesus Christ, we pray and all of God's people say amen. Amen, amen again. Amen. Now, uh, I don't know uh, the, uh, the, the whole conversation here that Jesus returned from somewhere. That means Jesus was in this place before and he went away and he came back. And so uh, if you remember going back to his baptism, uh, it was the work of the Holy Spirit. It was fulfilled uh, what the, uh, the ancient voice of the prophet was forecasting and they saying there will be a kingdom and you will know this kingdom will come to be with you and, and all these promises will be fulfilled. Now the people expected a kingdom because the only kingdom they know is the kingdom exists all around them. Specifically, Roman kingdom, it was really powerful and all their lives has been under the, the power, the authority of uh, the Roman Empire. And so in their mind, in their minds, they thought that this is a kingdom that is going to be. Well, it turned out it's not that kind of kingdom. It was a whole different kind of kingdom. It's a kingdom that they have to use a different sense of relating to that kingdom. Now, in that promise of, of old, uh, Jesus was, was uh, among them, and then, and then there is this voice that came before Jesus, happened to be Jesus' cousin, John the Baptist, as we know it. He was a wild man. He was out in the wood. He was doing his own thing. He was, he was a prophet of his own time, forecasting this whole deal again. He resound all of the old voices that speak, reminding the people that these are a living promise that continue to be. As it was then, it's still for us, a living promise, a message, a task, a duty for us to carry on to the future. And so John, as you remember, he was doing his John-like thing. He was doing baptism. And John was one of those, those preachers, you know. He was, he was rough. 
He was telling truth in a way that he was, he, he did not, he, John forgot to read what it means to be politically correct. Not in his radar. John was not raised in the South by a Southern woman to tell him that there are some things, it's called mannerism, you have to be kind to people. No, you just have to tell them the truth and it is between them and God to figure it out. And then John just knew, just knew that Jesus was among them. And it's, it's just one of those moments that John just recognized. You know, those things. You just go in some places, there are some, some experiences that we go through life. You, you, just, you just have that sense, I know that person. I, I, I've been here before. Some people call it deja vu, and some people call it, you know, some, some ipichibi kind of things. Uh, it, it's just one of those things that you just don't know, but yet you know. You've seen somebody who say, I, I, I know that person. And you walk into a space and you say, I've been here before. And, and, and it was one of those moments. John just looked up and saw Jesus coming. And then he yelled out loud, here he come. And in that conversation, John said, I'm not worthy to do this work. And Jesus simply reminds John, you know, obedience is much better than being smart, John. Let's just do these things because it's not our deal. It was given to us. Don't you remember that there are moments in our life that it's like that? It's like, here is, here is your amazing, brilliant idea, and there is the right things that has been given to you. I, I know some people like that. Matter of fact, I gave, I gave birth to people like that. I gave, I gave them the instruction, it's this way. And then they thought they have a better way. And, and, and there is, there is the, that moment, John say, you know, I'm not worthy to do this. I, I just not fit this call. And by the way, you feel that way. When you walk into your call sometimes, I think you ought to feel that way. It's called humility. It's called realizing that God's call and agenda for our life is so much bigger than us. What does that mean? It means that God has to have it. It means that you and I need God because if we are to do it on our own, we ain't do it. It's too big, it's too tough, it's overwhelming. We don't have the mind to do it. I don't know. You, you can remember that in your own life. There are moments in your own life you just look at it and say, this, this, this is too big. And you probably, in your own ways, you pray the prayer that I pray oftentimes. I mean, it's just a few times every week. I say, God, you better show up. You better show up. Don't leave it to me. I'm going to make a mess out of this. Because I need you. Because if God won't be a part of it, I can't do it. And you know you are in that place from time to time. What, what happened in that place is you just remember. You remember where you come from, who you are. There are circumstances in our life you just remember. I don't know if you remember that movie. That was so old. There was a little kid named Simba. 
This kid grew up in his environment, and his environment, just life just unfold. And there was the destiny for his life. He was destined with something so much bigger than who he is. Just like you and me. And he thought as he tried to consume this understanding of his world, he thought that it was all about him. And all along the way, some other smart people, some good friends remind him time and time again, it is more than you. Just being a king doesn't mean you can do whatever you want to do. You can go anywhere you want to go. You, you can use your power in any other ways. Good friends and family and friends who love, tell him the truth. And then there was that moment that the anger, the thing that hold him steady, the thing that give him identity, the thing that give him safety, just went away because that's life. And how he come to return, the idea of return, how he come to return is watching himself in the mirror. And then he see that he is not alone. He saw his daddy was right there. And then he heard his daddy was speaking to him. And then he stepped out of eternity down to our world. And then he hear his father say, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. The news about him when he returned just went out. What is it about him in his return? Like, like it happened for this little kid named Simba. When he came back, even his mom was shocked. Even the whole nation was shocked. I mean, and this guy came back. I don't know. I mean, if you fast for this long and you come back, you ought to look tired. You ought to look like you've been beaten, you know? But no, no, he came back with the power of the Spirit. Do you have any idea what it looked like? What it feel like to come back with the power of the Spirit? Just, just put, put that, hold that in intention. Being fasting for a while, and then you return to start your ministry. I mean, physically, it, it, the, the probability is just too big. I was just hearing during this, this whole, I'm not into basketball and, and uh, go Lady Tigers. I mean, I, I, I'm, 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 I, I'm, you know, I don't really know. I just know that, you know, when the ball sink in that little hole, uh, they call basket, it means score, you know. I'm not really into baseball. I don't know what those people are doing. Uh, <coughs> Tiger is good, um, but but I, I'm, I'm I'm watching this whole deal and and uh, during this this tournament I heard a story about these young boys who were playing for one of the uh, the university and in their faith during this time they had to fast and the coach just found out that they fast no drink no food during the tournament and they are doing it because of their faith, because of what they believe. 
And I'm, I was just thinking, the coach, you know, some of the reporters say the coach was shocked and tried to figure out how can we, can we do an IV, can we do whatever. And, you know, they, they go all crazy about that. But I, I was just thinking, when you believe so much in something, somehow there's a higher power that can be in through you to get through it. And here he returned. He returned from fasting for 40 days, and he returned not in his own power. He returned with the power of the Spirit. I don't know what that kind of power, but it must be that powerful. I don't know what that kind of glow looked like, but I'm, it sounds like Twitter feed was just going banana. It sounds like every Facebook status, every, every um, Instagram, it, it was just going crazy. All the countryside. I mean, I, I have some ideas of what it is. I grew up in villages, I grew up in islands. I mean, there's nothing, I mean, there, if there's an inkling that you look kind of funny, and if you are a female, you, and you are a single female, you kind of look like you might be interested in somebody, the whole village wouldn't find out. In a matter of second. I mean, that's just how it goes. And it sounds like when he returned, something amazing happened. Now, what happened? Evidently, the kingdom is coming. Evidently, the power that, that changed everything is coming. Now, here's the good news. that The God who returned to the hometown... Is the same God who returned for you and me. You got that? The God who returned then is the same God who is returning every day, every second of every minute for you and me. Why? Because you and I need him. We need him. And as he returned for this victory, I mean, I mean, it's just to consume this reality from all different dimensions. I mean, for, for a mother, for a mother to realize uh, I have been picked. I was just saying to our congregation in one of our lunches, I say, you know, don't, don't you remember when you were in high school, you liked to be picked by any teams? I mean, the idea of being picked by somebody to be a part of something, everybody wanted to be picked. But nobody ever really thought about the other side of being picking. You've been picked to be key on the cross. Would you like to be picked? Now you're going to be going thinking twice about being picked to be in that. And here is Mary being picked as a mom. What do you have to be? What do you have to do? How do you have to be? to be picked, to be the mother. And then this is what your child gonna be. <laughs> and for Jesus to walk through life knowing fully well at some point in time, this is my whole agenda, is come to die. And I'm willing to do it. And I'm willing to do it for generation after generation after generation after generation until the end of the age. Because he say, go ye therefore to all the world and I will be with you. Because everybody means something to God. 
No exception. There is no exception. God's love comes in all faces, all colors, all gender, all age, all races. Because it does not depend on you, on my vote, on your voice, on what you get. It's just who God is. And he loves all of humanity and all of his creation. And that's why God still ushers himself into our midst. Whether we're ready, whether we want to, he's coming. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So God, we thank you The burden of proof in your promise, it only unfolds over generation after generation after generation. For that is your hope for us. That we will have faith in you. All is well, you promise. Help us to have that kind of faith. As we walk through the next few days of trial, political ideas, conversation, accusation, traits, favors, And as we follow you to the cross, it's going to be painful. Help us to have the strength to open our minds and our heart so maybe in this walk with you in the next few days we'll be changed. It is in your name, Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people say amen.